Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. We welcome you into a Monday edition of Sports Scene. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Of course, today, uh, Dan Mullen will have his press conference. That'll be at 1 o'clock as the Gators get ready for Tennessee. Week number, or game number two in the SEC scheduled for Florida. It's the SEC opener for the Tennessee Vols. Well, a guy who's been joining us every Monday continues to join us, the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier, and I'm sure we'll talk to Coach about his memories of playing Tennessee. Steve, welcome. Good to have you as always. Uh, pretty pretty important week when Florida and Tennessee go at it, huh? I tell you what, Steve, I just had to think back. Uh, the SEC, we went to the division play back in 1992. And the first 10 years of division play, the Florida Gators and the Tennessee Vols, we were the only two teams to win the division. We won seven of them, and they won three. And uh, I don't know if either one of us is going to win it this year, but back then, this game coming up, it was either second, third week of the season, somewhere right in there, uh, was a huge, huge game. And usually the winner, the winner won the division, although one year we won it and managed to lose two conference games after that in 97. Uh, but anyway, Tennessee, uh, yeah, they, uh, they were right there. In fact, back in the early 90s, uh, people would say that we were the two best teams in the conference uh, pretty easily back in the early 90s there. And, uh, of course, we'd end up playing another team from the West in the championship game. I think Alabama won a couple of them. And, and then LSU actually won one later on uh, in 2001. But, uh, yeah, it's a big game. It's a big game every year. And hopefully uh, real soon it's going to be <laughs> for whoever's going to lead the division and go from there. Steve, when you uh, took a look at mm-hmm. what Florida did uh, last week and you took a look at the offensive side, did you see some progress? Oh, I guess a little bit. Uh, obviously a little bit of a struggle there starting out. Uh, but I was impressed with special team play. I tell you what, defense and special team can win a lot of ball games if that's what uh, you know it comes down to. And uh, hopefully, hopefully we can get it going. I tell you what, uh, Freddie Swain and Tyree Cleveland and those guys. I really think we we got talent, and uh, we got to get you know get the ball going downfield a little bit, intermediate passes and things of that nature. Uh, but uh, like Coach Mullen said. Uh, Felipe Franks is a work in progress, so hopefully that progress will start showing up this this coming week. Coach, when you look at Franks, you know they're going to go on the road, be his first start this year on the road, uh, a big big game there in Tennessee. You, if you're the play caller with a guy like him, do you do you come out and air it out early to try to get him comfortable <laughs> into the uh, you know to the flow of the game, or, or what, what what would be your plan there? Well, the plan, Shane, as you probably know, is uh, do what you ever whatever you do best. If you think airing out with Felipe is the way to go, then do that. If you think running the ball and mixing in maybe some deep throws here and there is the best way to do it, then you do that. Uh, but that's up to the coaching staff, whatever they feel like is the best way to, to go into the game. And then obviously after that you start making adjustments on, on whatever's working. Uh, you know, you do a little bit more of that. Or if it's not working, uh, don't do that. But uh, – 
I'm not sure what direction we'll go. Probably try to mix it up as normal. But uh, it was good to see some some runs come out of there. Uh, but still, we we think we're very capable of, of playing better on offense. Steve, when you had um, a running back like a Fred Taylor, an Eric Rett, somebody like that, you know, some people have said, well, Florida doesn't have a running back yet that's going to get 15 carries or, or 20 carries a game. Was it a big deal to you who carried the football? Did you like having one guy, or did it really matter? We rotated a lot, but mainly we had one main guy, of course, with Eric Rett yep. uh, the first four years. And, of course, probably that's one reason he's the leading rusher in school history <laughs> and always right. will be, I think, because I don't think they'll ever be a four-year starter. Uh, they they go pro now or something happens. Uh, so it's unusual to have a four-year starter, and that's what Eric Rett did. And then now when uh, the, our national championship year, actually Terry Jackson played a lot and uh, Eli Williams and then Fred Taylor played also. So we had three that we uh, rotated around a bit. And, and then actually the next year, 97, uh, was the year Fred got about all the carries. Uh, we moved Eli Williams to defensive back. And uh, and then Fred Taylor became like Eric Red. He, he got most all the carries every game and had a sensational year, obviously, against FSU, that 97 game. And then in the bowl game. I think he had 41 or 43 carries against Penn State down there in the uh, Citrus Bowl that year. So uh, anyway, it, it just depends on if you've, if you've got two or three backs that are all pretty close in ability, then then maybe uh, you, you keep playing those guys a lot. But if one guy gets a good hot hand and is able to con, you know continually making yards for you, running over guys occasionally, making guys miss, then you got to get him the ball more than the others. Steve, I'm going to end uh, just asking a kind of a philosophical question. You know, some of the rule changes that have been made in college and the NFL, you know, the NFL's got the, you know, the, the new helmet rule now uh, to help with player safety. Are you for those changes? Is that good for the sport? Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm for the uh, targeting rule. Uh, you can play football without lowering the crown of your helmet to hit guys. Uh Sometimes uh, when it's helmet to helmet and the guy turns his head, that shouldn't be a penalty. But when he's boring in there, crown of his head first, that, that's a big penalty. You, you don't have to play that way. It's a, that, that's a hit that's going to hurt somebody. We, we have to make the game as safe as possible as we go. i tell you one rule that <laughs> seems to pop up more and more now, Steve and Shane, is interference. Yeah. I mean, everybody's playing bump and run, so they run down the field. And ball's in the air, and then does the guy look back? I mean, they're pushing and shoving and elbowing and, and this, that, and the other. And uh, if, if that referee wants to call it, he can call it. If he doesn't want to call it, he doesn't, he doesn't have to call it. I think we ought to have replay on that call. I know it may have cost Georgia a national championship. may have cost Auburn the other night. I'm not saying it wasn't or was. It was just close, and it could have gone either way. Uh, to me, it's sort of like, uh, you know, did he cross the goal line or not? Uh, it's, it's a huge play in the game, especially on third or fourth down when you get those interference calls. But, uh, you know, the referees have a lot of control when it uh, it comes to that call right there. Well, Steve, uh, it's always a pleasure to have you here. Uh, I, I do want to ask one more thing. I don't know how much you've got a chance to watch some of the other SEC teams play, but I'll tell you what, you know, isn't it funny how at the beginning of the year all the experts say this team's going to do that and this team's going to do this? And LSU has come out here and beaten mm -hmm. Miami, 
at a neutral place and now beating Auburn at Auburn. Pretty impressive way to start the season for them. Yeah, they've won a, a couple of good ones. They thoroughly beat Miami. Obviously, the Auburn game could have gone either way. Gee, it could have gone either way, just like the Auburn-Washington game could have gone either way. And, and LSU's got a bunch bunch more down the road. they they got a difficult schedule. And if they can keep winning close ones, they'll have a big year. But if they start losing those close ones, it, it could turn into average. I mean, it's real early in the season. So many games left. Uh, some teams get better. Some get worse. Uh, we just have to. Hopefully, our team's going to be getting better. And uh, really looking forward to watching us up there at Rocky Top. Uh, they're bringing back their '98 national championship team uh, for their celebration this weekend. So uh, hopefully, we can get them up there. On the weekend, they celebrated that last national championship that they had. <laughs> yeah, that'd be kind of sweet, wouldn't it? Uh, Steve, Hopefully, always, yeah. always appreciate you taking time to be with us. Okay, Thank you. Steve. Good, Shane, good talking to you guys. All right, Steve. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Steve Spurrier with us here, brought to you by Lake Area Metal Solutions. Give them a call today at Lake Area Metal Solutions. Uh, okay, Shane and I are here.